Welcome to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. My name is Karen Dunn, Director of Professional Development and Inclusion, and with me today is Terry Murphy, Education Specialist at the Missouri Real Estate Commission. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. It looks like it's a lovely day outside. Thank you, Karen, for having me. I appreciate being with you today. Well, we're really happy that you're with us, Terry. Thank you for taking the time. I know it's a super busy time of the year for you. Let's begin with the education requirements to renew a broker or sales license. Okay. Um, well, it's a fairly simple requirement. Uh, all licensees who hold an active license uh, need to complete 12 hours of continuing education by their respective deadlines. And we'll get into the deadlines in a few moments. Uh, at least three of those 12 hours have to be on an approved Missouri core course on a course that is approved through our office, the Missouri Real Estate Commission, as a core credit class. The balance of the 12 hours can be taken through elective continuing education courses that are approved through the Missouri Real Estate Commission or additional core courses of the licensee's choice. And this requirement, just as an FYI, is also listed on our website, on the Missouri Real Estate Commission website, under Education, which is found on the homepage. And then as soon as you click on the Education link, you'll see Continuing Education Requirements Renewal Deadlines. Okay, that's great information. That is exactly what we're disseminating to our members as well. I want to. I wanted to ask you too, is there a difference uh, in terms of training for brokers versus sales licensees, the kinds of classes that they would take? Uh, there isn't a different requirement as far as, as uh, for brokers or salespersons. However, uh, we would leave that up to the respective uh, licensee to take a course of interest um, you know, that they were very interested in. So, for instance, uh, brokers might want to take a course on broker supervision and escrow account management. Maybe they would want to count that as their core course because they do uh, potentially manage an office and, and have agents that report to them. But as far as the requirement goes, there is no difference. Okay, perfect. That's what we thought. I also wanted to ask you about, we've got a lot of calls from our members wanting to know how they can view the education records at the MREC on that website. And can you give us a little insight into what it would take for them to be able to view their records since they are not public? Sure. It's very easy. What the person would do is go to our website and on the homepage, do a licensee search for themselves. Once they're on their record, there's a link called detail. And if they click on that detail and kind of scroll down on the page a little bit, if they've given CE consent for their education to be public, their education is going to be displayed on that page. If they have not given consent, the consent form can be found there. And they can certainly fill that out if they choose to do so and email that directly to me or send it back to our office, you know, whichever method they prefer. Uh, some licensees don't want their education to be displayed, so they don't fill out the form. But it's a, a quick and easy way for a licensee to check to see what they have completed. 
Yeah, I think that's a great feature on the website. It really does help the licensee because uh, in today's world, they're taking CE in a variety of different ways from a variety of different sources. For them to be able to go to one spot, the MREC website, and drill, and pull that information, uh, that's a great feature. So thank you for sharing that. Um, let's talk about for a minute, how about the deadlines for brokers versus sales licensees? Okay. Um, there's two different deadlines. The broker deadline, the brokers can actually start uh, renewing in April. Uh, they have a deadline to renew by June 30th of this year, 2022. So not only does the broker license have to be renewed, some of them hold more than one type of broker license. All the licenses would have to be renewed as well as their entity license by that deadline of June 30th. Now they can renew by mail or online. And I imagine we'll get into that a little bit more in detail in just a moment. Uh, they will have until right around uh, 6.59 p.m., a little bit before 7 p.m. on June 30th to renew online. The online system will shut down because it is our fiscal year end starts then. And so that's just the deadline given for the actual time that they can renew online. The salesperson's uh, renewal will begin in July of 2022, and they have until midnight of September 30th, 2022 to renew. Okay. I know that we get a lot of questions about these options. Um, the online system is phenomenal. We know it's quick, it's it's uh, secure, and it's probably the preferred method for renewing their license online once they have completed their CE. But could you uh, go over how they go about doing that once they get notification from the MREC? And then, of course, their option by mail, uh, their payment options on that. Sure. If a licensee, if a broker, let's start with them since they're the first to renew, if they have completed their CE and everything is done in that regard, they will receive a postcard in the mail. It will contain their PIN number on the postcard, which will then allow them to go online on our website. They can either go to the Division of Professional Registration website or the Missouri Real Estate Commission website. And if they go uh, right to the top of the page, it'll say renew a license. It's very quick and, and easy to do that. They will just need their license number and their PIN number. And certainly, uh, we recommend if anyone wants to renew online, certainly is the fastest and the easiest method to do that. If they choose not to do that, and some people just aren't comfortable renewing online, there will be a paper application that if they did not receive one uh, because they got a postcard, um, they can request one, uh, can be emailed to them, or it'll come in the mail, but they can send in the paper copy. Um, some send the paper copy in if they're still missing CE uh, credit, it will state on the renewal application, uh, you know, how many courses are accounted for at that point in time, and they can send copies of their CE completion certificates with the renewal application, or they can wait until the school uploads the CE credit and go ahead and renew online. There's several different options. So mail and online are certainly options. Uh, the one thing I did want to point out is that schools have 10 days to upload CE credit. So once the CE credit is uploaded and the system updates overnight, the licensee can then go on the next day and renew. And I know in your all's case, you upload the CE immediately. So your, your members should not have to wait if they want to go on and renew. They should be able to go on within 24 hours. 
Right. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. We do make every effort to send the electronic records for the CE recording uh, at least within the same day, if not uh, 24 hours. Uh, the faster, the better. Um, in terms of uh, forms of payment versus uh, payment options available through online versus the, the uh, if they mailed it in, what would they be sure. able to do? Okay. So like if they renew online, uh, credit card, debit card or an electronic check, you know, bank draft check uh, are acceptable if they renew. And there is a small processing fee. It's typically 50 cents for the vendor fee and a small fee, usually ranging from a dollar, maybe up to a couple of dollars more, depending on, you know, how many um, licenses they're renewing or the type of license. You know, they might be a resident broker uh, versus a non-resident applicant. So the fee is very nominal uh, in addition to paying the renewal fee. And then if they renew by paper, there is no extra additional fee other than their renewal fee. And they would just submit that by mail. And of course, a check money order um, is acceptable. We don't accept cash through mail, but sometimes there are um, licensees who come in the office to renew and they do bring cash and they would be given a receipt if that's the case. Okay. Uh, we certainly don't want to encourage too much of that. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't no, want to, I, don't I, want to drive for her. Yeah, I'm either, I, on one hand, you know, want to do something online so so you get that confirmation record. But yet, on the other hand, I uh, like to have some type of record where I can check on it in my bank account or on my credit card statement, you know, something like that. <laughs> exactly. So, Terry, does the licensee uh, get a confirmation once the payment is made? Or is or it's gone through the process of being uh, noted to their account. Yes, they they do receive a confirmation if they have an email account. So again, you know, it, most most people do have an email account, but some don't have their email updated. So that's one of the items that's very important to always keep your personal information updated. So you can get that confirmation. The confirmation, though, does not mean that the uh, license is renewed. It just means that it's been received. And the license, um, a lot of people don't know this, the license can't be, it cannot be issued unless the broker who in most cases is a designated broker uh, and the entity have renewed. Oh, okay. Is there a convenient way, um, an easy way for the licensee to verify their license has been renewed once their payment and a renewal form has been submitted? Yes, they can go to our website, the Missouri Real Estate Commission website, and I'll go ahead and give you that address now. It is www.pr, like Paul Robert, pr.mo.gov forward slash real estate dot ASP. And again, they would do a licensee search for themselves on the homepage of the website. Is that, that link is found on the left side of the page. And just they can search by name or license number, most search by name. And then once they're on their record and they click on that detail link again, if their expiration date has been changed to 2024, then they know the license has been accepted and updated, renewed. Oh, perfect. Perfect. It's all right there at their fingertips. Yes. You just have to utilize the Missouri Real Estate Commission's website. Perfect. That is correct. Yes. yes. We'll be right back. Many realtors fear for their safety when they enter a property alone with a stranger. 
Safe Showings has created a mobile app giving realtors greater control over their safety in real time. To begin using a free version of the app, download the Safe Showings Enterprise app from your phone. And now back to the show. Now, I know at some point we start getting calls from members indicating that they either did not receive their paper notice in the mail, their postcard, or their renewal notice, or they did receive it and perhaps threw it away. Uh, with agents and brokers also, you know, changing offices or moving from one personal residence to another, is there anything the licensee can do now to ensure they receive the paper renewal application or postcard with all the up-to-date information on it? Yes. What what they would need to do is go um, check their record online. And if there's been a change um, in their name or address or their email address, go ahead and get that updated. Uh, they can do that on the website again and, you know, get that done. They can't do it when they're renewing, they, but they can do it, you know, separate from that. Um, if they try to do it when they're renewing, it's not going to allow them to renew online. But we would encourage anyone who needs to make a change in any type of information such as that to go ahead and do it now so that they can get the information and there's no delay in receiving it. Okay, perfect. Because that is another thing that we just get that a lot. If they have to request a reissue of that renewal notice, what do they do? They can um, either email our office. Um, the staff are listed out on the website under the um, board information, and it will list the staff. And you, if one just clicks on the email address, it'll show the licensing section. They can click on anybody in that section and request a duplicate renewal, and that'll be emailed to them. Or they can call, but the chances are the call lines um, will be busy just because so many people have a tendency to call. But they certainly can request a duplicate renewal. Okay. Yeah. And we know as we get closer to these deadlines that the call volume increases. So we here at the association do everything we can to discourage that um, because we, first of all, don't want our members to get frustrated not being able to get through, but it's, it's just a tremendous high call volume. So we try to answer as many questions here at the association that we can. And the way that the Missouri Real Estate Commission provides us with accurate information is so important. And Terry, you've always been so great about uh, always being you know readily available via an email or a phone call to answer a question when we need, you know, we've got a strange situation or something something coming up. So thank you for always being that person for us, that go-to person. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we want to make sure that um, if a licensee has to submit an address change, that they know the best way to do that. And I know it is through the, it is, it is by submitting it uh, through the website, but can you give us a little more detail on how that's, that is done? Yes. One would go, to, to our website, and I gave you that website address uh, previously. Um, I did notice, uh, Karen, that on uh, the St. Louis Realtors website that you also have the link to the Missouri Real Estate Commission under your education link on your homepage, which is very helpful. So thank you for doing that so they could get to our page that way. Um, and, and, and again, it's basically um, they're, they're clicking on the link that's provided there 
to, um, you know, submit their address or name change there. Uh, and it usually takes, I, I would say, around 72 hours, usually a couple of days to two or three days to get that um, change through just because of the high volume of address changes that are coming through. But that would be probably the quickest way to get it done. Okay. And since we are talking about what happens during the license renewal year, which is what we're in, uh, could you expand a little bit on the process for transferring, uh, uh, for a licensee to transfer their license from one broker to another during this renewal year? Um, one can certainly do that, but if, if but if they're going to do that, they probably uh, need to do one of two things: either mail in their renewal application with the transfer paperwork, the documentation that accompanies that, or um, come into our office and get it taken care of. And and you know people do both, um, so it's whatever uh, the individual is comfortable doing or wants to do. But certainly um, that will have to be done either through the mail or an in-person visit. It cannot be done when one is trying to renew their license. Okay. What if we have a scenario where a licensee has completed all 12 hours of their requirement, but they miss their deadline to renew, whether it's the broker or the sales licensee? Is there a penalty for that? There is. I mean, if, if they miss the deadline, there there is a late fee of $50 that is um, incurred. So, for instance, if somebody is a broker and they did not get their information in by June 30th, it wasn't postmarked with the post office official, you know, postal mark on it, um, that are renewed online by the 6.59 p.m. deadline on June 30th, if it comes a couple of days later, um, they, they will still have to pay a renewal fee unless the postmark is on the envelope. There, there is a late fee per month uh, up to $200. That's the maximum amount that's allowed on the late fee. Um, late fees cannot be paid online, nor can late renewals be done online. If one doesn't renew by the deadline, then they have to mail it in. Now, if their CE is complete, that is still acceptable. But if they did not complete the CE by the deadline, then they would be required to take the 24-hour Missouri real estate practice course. Ooh, we want to make sure that our members do not have to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, one little miscue like that, you know, I, I don't. I think that you know people are busy and and they forget. They certainly uh, wouldn't want to have to do that. Yes, so we we put out a lot of notifications to our membership, and uh, we also post on Maris as well as on our website constant reminders, and we 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 just try to make sure that everyone is staying current on their training for uh, license renewal. And I think the word is getting out. So just a quick recap of the, the CE requirements. It's basically 12 hours with a minimum of one core, although the other three hours, the other three classes rather, can be mm-hmm. core or elective. That is correct. So if a licensee wanted to take all four classes as core, that is perfectly acceptable. That, that is acceptable. And, and th- th- they can even take um, all 12 hours on one subject if they choose to do so um, with one uh, disclaimer. And, you know, one might ask, well, why would somebody want to do that? Why would somebody want to take 12 hours on agency? And the reason for that would probably be because the person wants or needs more information on the subject 
or is just super interested in that particular subject. So certainly could take four courses on agency. Um, there would have to be different course ID numbers associated with each course for the licensee to get credit. If they take a duplicate class with the same course ID number, they will receive credit once. Okay. You make a good point, Terry, because uh, our, when we have our new member orientation, we talk a lot about the CE requirements, even when it's not the license renewal year. And what I really like to impart to the new members is that the core classes are really those foundational classes that the new licensees need. Uh, the, the, the topics of core are uh, really central to protecting their license, uh, the, the uh, you know, managing risk and protecting their broker's license, uh, their broker's license, uh, their brokerage, I should say, as well. So that's, I really like the core classes for the new members. And of course, anyone that needs to, uh, outside of the minimum of one, wants to revisit the, the new classes that have been developed in core or elective for that matter, uh, they're there for them. But that's that's something that I really do try to impress with the new members is that the core classes really, you know, develop that foundation for them on their in their career, the beginning of their career. So true, Karen, you've made a very valid point. So true. Well, okay. I think that we've pretty much covered uh, what we need to let our members know. And I was wondering, Terry, before we say farewell, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, first and foremost, thank you for again for the opportunity to talk with you today and get some important information out to your members. I really appreciate it. And again, I just want to encourage everyone, don't wait till the last minute to complete CE. I know that the St. Louis Realtors has a number of classes scheduled uh, through different delivery methods. So there should be something for everybody. Please sign up now so you can get your CE complete and renew online, which again is the fastest and easiest way to renew. So thank you very much. Oh, great. Terry, thank you. That's great advice. Uh, We have a lot of classes that are available. We we try to keep the the schedule uh, very broad and and have many class choices and times, dates, that type of thing. So uh, thanks for being with us, Terry. Your your information has been extremely valuable. And as always, uh, we value your partnership. So thank you. Same here, Karen. And thanks for all you do and, and, and all that your staff does. You all do a great job. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.